Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard for Spike Gremlins to the new batch. Cohen, I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. Hey, buddy, welcome back. It's good to be back. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, I bet. Um, I uh, for everyone who who's seeing this, I uh, I have my I've been a refugee for the last week, uh, a refugee from um, from Hurricane Florence or tropical storm slash depressions Florence, which is what it became by the time it actually got to our area. Uh, but it looked like it was going to be major Hurricane Florence by the time it got to our area, and uh, and so I decided to grow this very uh, sporting refugee beard that I've been uh, wearing for the last week. So, but no, it's good to be back home. Uh, no major damage as far as we can tell. And uh, so thanks. Glad to be back. Yeah, it's great. You know, great to have you. I'm glad you're safe. That, that is what really matters. Is <laughs> that, that, that you, is what matters. That, yeah. that you are safe. Uh, also, for anybody who uh, isn't really watching our show, uh, often we're streaming on YouTube for the first time. And really, that picture looks great on my phone. I'm really happy about this picture. I, I am really happy about this picture. Um, it's so... Very, very happy about that. Uh, first and foremost, let us thank Low Tide Cava Bar for the cava I drank on this episode. <laughs> and uh, bull. <laughs> oh man, we we could talk about that, but I'm not sure if I'm legally allowed to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck it, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, well, and I would like to thank. I got this in Florida, Zephyr Hills. <laughs> Ze- oh, you got some Zephyr Hills water. I got some Zephyr Hills water. Some Zephyr Hills water, yes. I, I drink a lot of Zephyr Hills water. In the beautiful Crystal Spring in Pasco County, Florida. Pasco County is one county above me. Oh. It, it's meth country. Good. That explains, <laughs> that explains how refreshing it is. Oh, it's very oh. refreshing. It's, very, it's, it's, meth, it's meth refreshing. It's meth refreshing. It's, it's almost energetic water. I'm almost, yeah, I'm kind of. <laughs> I've been tweaking and I wasn't, <laughs> I thought it was the, uh, I thought it was the cantaloupe I had had. I had a lot of cantaloupe today. Um, there was a, uh, um, all you can eat breakfast buffet at the hotel we were staying at. And, um, funny thing, um, when you take me to it and all you can eat anything, I eat all that I can. Well, and, uh, and yeah. this was our last day and I didn't care what they thought of me. So we loaded up <laughs> massive plates full of cantaloupe and honeydew. <laughs> And I, uh, I assumed that the sugar high that I've been on all day was uh, because of that. But it turns out it's because I've been drinking meth. Yeah, it's your drink, is, you're, you're drinking the wonderful meth water of Pasco County. Just as well. Actually, that's better because I have a bunch of it. I took home a 32-pack. So, oh, um, excellent. Thank you, Whole what, Foods. What did that cost you? $2? Uh, no, I was shopping at Whole Foods. So oh, uh, it was so, considerably more than that. Yes. Um, you could have gotten that at Walmart for about I was going to say, actually, I think my wife got this at Walmart. So, yeah, probably $2. Yeah. Um, we get the cheap water because um, you can also get it from a tap. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's not where we spend our big money on the water. Uh, people get the alkaline water. We get the, uh, I guess, acidic water. I don't, I don't know whatever the opposite of what, yeah, whatever, water is. Whatever the opposite of uh, tap water. Uh, whatever filter. non-tap water, exactly. Right. So, But yeah, no, we uh, je- had literally just gotten in about 30 minutes ago, and uh, no, no one died. Um. Our house did not blow away, um, and uh, all in all, uh, this was a, uh, a powerful lesson in uh, fleeing uh, tropical storms, which is that um, you don't necessarily have to. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the worst advice ever. <laughs> ever. Like, okay, I mean, 
you know, we've been here since Hugo, or at least I have, my wife hasn't, but um, this and Hugo were the only times we've ever evacuated. And the only reason we evacuated this one is because it looked like it might be like Hugo. Like if we were getting shades of Hugo and I'm like, no, I don't want to be even in the state next to our state if it's anything like Hugo. And it turned out not to be anything like Hugo. So that's just what we get. We had some fun and uh, oh, shout out to my friends, Chad and Callie Wood, uh, who live in uh, Jacksonville, which is where we were staying, uh, who made us feel very welcome. And uh, and also who took us out to eat last night at a place that um, gave me the biggest piece of salmon I've ever had in my life. So thank you, Chad and Callie, for my salmon uh, and the um, uh, potato, baked potato <laughs> I had with it. And also for your friendship, I guess. Yeah, I mean, the friendship as well. The friendship as well, but also mostly the, the salmon and the potato. Uh, thank you for that. So uh, what, you spent all day driving back, right? Yes. Like, yeah, yes. You, you left this morning. Uh, so from the very moment... No, I don't want to update right now. Jesus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not this moment, yeah. Uh, so I woke up to an email from my uh, student loan provider. Oh, wow. And they said, hey, you forgot to turn in some paperwork. So your monthly payment, which is going to be due tomorrow, just went from what it is to 600 times the amount that it was. And I was not exactly how I wanted to wake up. Obviously. So, Never is. Never no, is, no. No. So I, uh, so I immediately get on the phone. I'm like, what do I need to do to stop this? And they're like, oh, well, you need to go to the studentloans.gov and fill out this form. And I was like, okay. So I went to do that, except studentloans.gov was down for the better part of the day. Oh, God. I was freaking out at one point going, I don't have that kind of money in my bank account right now right, that right, I can right. just that I can just afford to like have you guys take from me, which you're gonna do. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, our good friend Caleb Franz called me. No, oh. while I'm working on all of this, kind of freaking out mildly, uh, Caleb Franz calls me and he said, uh, "Hey man, can you do me a favor?" I was like, "Yeah, what do you need?" He goes, "You're gonna hate it." I said, "Do I have to deal with anything .gov?" And he said, "Yes." And I went. Okay, let's do it. So I was on the IRS.gov doing something with Caleb, and then that site went down. So oh, good. It was a good day for .govs and me. I was going to say, was this a federal shutdown that we hadn't been made aware of? <laughs> I, by the end of it, like I finished getting the student loan stuff done finally after like six hours of me working on it, and uh, Caleb just said, let's wait until tomorrow. I said, that, that sounds like a better plan right now. Right, right. Because I hate everything .gov. Um, so at least I'm not going to have all of my money taken out of my bank account tomorrow, which is good. Okay, so, so you did get the student loan thing worked out? I I, mean, I, I got a temporary forbearance for them oh, okay. to reapprove my application. So Good. So yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or well, yes for now. Right, hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully it remains that way. Uh, good, good, we're good. we're gonna find out on that one all together. Um, <laughs> I'm certain I'm gonna... a very special <laughs> of the writer's block. <laughs> I, I know that I'm gonna get that notification of you just overdrafted in the middle of one of our live broadcasts, and everybody's gonna hear about it right then. <laughs> uh, It'll probably be good for ratings, ironically. Right. So uh, the Bula thing. Uh, that I always say. Yeah, I want to hear about this. Okay. So uh, 
and I, I literally do not know if I can get in trouble for what I'm about to say. Uh, so, wait, will I get in trouble for what you're about to say? I mean, you're the co-host, so I think it'll be an entire the the, the umbrella. No, I'm not even scared anymore. I don't care. Go okay, ahead. the umbrella is what will be uh, getting in trouble. This is under our corporate. <laughs> this is not personally. Right. What is it Alex Jones says? We're person- We're TV personalities. Right. We're, we're, anything we're saying seriously. It's right. all entertainment. This, this is just an act. This isn't how I act in real life this at all. Really, my name's not even Spike, honestly. Uh, well, yeah, I found that out recently, actually. Um, <laughs> shocked me. Um, so, okay, so Bula is a traditional Fijian term, uh, meaning too long life and good health, that many right. of us will say whenever we're about to drink kava. You know, we'll all go Bula, and then we all drink together. It's like a sign of camaraderie together. Right, right, right. Um, it's also Pavlovian. Whenever you say it, you have to drink kava. Uh, so somebody pulled a trademark on the word. So he owns the word now. He owns a Fijian greeting. So would that be like owning shalom or hello or something like that? Right, yeah, pretty much. It, it, that's what it's akin to, uh, but th- they have now allowed it. So I know that people are working on um, a legal uh, a legal case. Yeah, to, a challenge to that, to, right? Right, they're working on it, but it's going to be a really expensive challenge because it's already been awarded. So that's why it's like it's weird to say it because one, I don't want to advertise for this guy by saying the word, and anytime you say the word, somebody's going to Google it, and eventually they're going to come to his business. So I don't. Right, right, right. I don't want to do that. So I'm thinking about just saying the full because bull is the uh, uh, it's the abbreviation kind of uh, the full word. The full word is bulavanaka. So then you just have to do that. Yeah, bulavanaka. So yeah, from now on, it's bulavanaka instead of. the shortened version, which it's a is bull of Anaka. I can try to remember that yeah. for as long as I can. <laughs> um, the The only thing I'm thinking in terms of, I, I think you're safe from legal uh, repercussions because, uh, I mean, for example, you know, people will say, come fly the friendly skies and stuff like that. You know, uh, unless you're, you're not saying, you know, come join the muddied waters of freedom, Bula, like you're just saying Bula, like, in the in the common vernacular right. that one would in Fiji, right? Which so you should be protected by Fijian law. F- Fijian law here in America. I think you're okay. I think you're okay. I, but, think, um, I think so, but I also don't want to advertise for him. So that's that's why the I, other thing, right? Like right. you don't want to. So, yeah, so you said Bulavanaka. 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 Bulavanaka to all, all you kava drinkers out there. That sounds way more ethnic too. It does. And I'm all about that. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, did you completely, uh, just completely off another topic. Uh, did you ever watch the movie Heathers? Did I talk to you about this? Is that the one with the, the, the there's like a song about suicide or something like that? Probably. Yeah. It, it had Winona Ryder and Christian Slater in it. Yeah. I think I've, I believe I've seen this movie, but there's, so and I think I've told you this. There's a period between 1995, 19, I guess 1995, and 2005, 6, uh, that I don't remember <laughs> Gee, why? terribly well. Um, 
I have moments of very clear lucidity of memory. And then I have <laughs> moments of lesser lucidity. And then I have entire months that just I blacked out. So um, drugs are bad. And I do vaguely remember seeing Heather's and there was something related to suicide and it was a very, if I recall, it was like kind of a very emo movie. Yeah. It's a, it's um, a very dark comedy. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. 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 Kind of yeah, gothy. Very, very, uh, it was, very, it was emo before emo was a thing. Right, right, right. Yeah. And that's all I remember about it. I couldn't tell you if it, I liked it. I couldn't lot, tell you. A lot of Cure and, and, fans and probably. Winona Ryder was in it and that was pretty much it. Right. But anyway, go ahead. So they made a TV show. They made a TV show based on this movie that uh, was supposed to come out the week Park, the Parkland shooting happened. So, <laughs> so obviously they pulled it. But one of one of our regular listeners, uh, Brian Wolf, uh, messaged me and he goes, "Hey man, I found this. I found Heather's online." And I was like, "The movie? Yeah, I've seen it." And he goes, "No, the TV show." So I started looking into it, and then I found it online. Right. And he sold me on it because episode three isn't is entitled date rape and AIDS jokes. I don't think this they pulled be on Netflix or what? no, it was going to be on the old Nick at night channel. <laughs> oh, right after fresh Prince, Like, <laughs> right. yeah, I, I was watching this thing. It is like, obviously, I don't find offense in anything because... Right, 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 right. You're like me. Like, right. the more no, offensive it is, the more I have to look at it. Yeah, Which is how I felt during this show. And I was like, they did not pull this show because of the shooting in Parkland. They pulled it because they knew everybody in the world, with the exception of people like me and Spike and Muhammad and Caleb. Like, the people who have been on this show, everybody else... Dozens of people around the world. Dozens of people are going to be fine. Everybody and I don't else... have cable, so... <laughs> Like if it's on Netflix, I got you. But if it's on cable, I'll wait till it's on Netflix. There's a scene in it where this girl, she tries to kill herself at an anti-suicide rally to become more popular. And the headline the next day says, student ruins football game. So basically, the Parkland shooting was a good pretext to pull it. To a pull show it, that just they to were pull really, it. They were real worried about trying to figure out how they could pull anyway. Oh my! It was, I watched the entire series in one night. I could not stop. It was amazing. I laughed so hard during that show, and it's exactly like the the main the main characters. Who everybody in it's bad. There is not a good person. Yeah, I was gonna say, if I recall from the movie, it was like there wasn't really a protagonist as much as like whoever you chose to sympathize with. Like right. there wasn't like really a good guy. Everyone was terrible. Was is that a John? Um, no, no, no it's not John Hughes. Yeah, it's not a John. It's not a John Hughes movie. No, that, that is definitely not John Hughes. At least was kind of feel goody all the time. Okay, all right, because it had moments where it felt like I was watching. But I was also high, which would have the same feeling as a John Hughes movie. <laughs> right. yeah, being high is a John Hughes feeling. Being being high is the equivalent of of a, of a John, but but only in the bad way. Kids don't <laughs> right, but don't you know? Only the bad parts of a John Hughes. Right, movie. It, it, it's like the part of uh, Breakfast Club where uh, John Bender's yelling about what Christmas is like at his house. That's. That's what being and only that and it's only, only that it's part only of that. Breakfast it's club. not the fun dancing when they're smoking pot part. That part's no, no, not only, it. Only no. only the bad, only the negative part. Right. It's 
It's Home Alone 2. Um. <laughs> but if it were real and you didn't know if Kevin was going to be okay at the end. Right. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so another news. <laughs> so big news week. <laughs> we just spent a half an hour doing that. Um, big news week. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh still not our Supreme Court. He's still not a Supreme Court justice. How he, about that? He is not a Supreme Court justice. And not only that, uh, as as predicted by so many people, he has a sexual assault allegation against him from thirty no. something years ago, which is absolutely amazing. It this it's hap- uncanny, actually. Truly, truly uncanny. Uh, so this happened at some point between. 1979 and 1983. So does oh. she not know when it happened? Well, I just know that was when he was in high school. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought she was saying it was sometime. Okay. No, no. Never she mind. anyway. Go ahead. It happened when she was 15 and he was 17. Allegedly, okay. it allegedly okay. happened when um, when she was 15 and he was 17. But right. math is not my strong suit. So sometime between 79 and 83. Um, they, this girl says that she was at a party and that Brett Kavanaugh and his buddy, Mike Judge, not that Mike Judge, which... No relation. No relation, but... Sadly. <laughs> sadly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I was really hoping that I read that. Um, but uh, that uh, Brett Kavanaugh and Mike Judge push her into a bedroom and try to kiss her and grope her over the clothes. And when she tried to scream that Brett Kavanaugh put his hand over her mouth and state, and she stated that she was in fear for his life in fear for her life because she was afraid he would inadvertently kill her by doing what he was doing. Right. Cause he had his hand over her mouth. Right. right. Okay. Right. Uh, and then something, uh, something happened. The story gets a little weird. Uh, something happened and she was able to get out and hide in the bathroom until both of the boys left the room. Uh, she said that now from what I've read, and I've read a bunch of articles on this, uh, there were four boys in one story and then it got down to two boys. She also hasn't, she only, the only person she ever told this to before telling, uh, Diane Feinstein this summer, uh, was her couples therapy therapist back in 2012, never told anybody else. She couldn't remember the name of Mike Judge, but remembered Brett Kavanaugh. Um, Does the couples therapist, um, like, I haven't been following this because I was, you know. Right, you were evacuated. There's really no reason I I had internet access. (laughs) I was in a hotel. I couldn't possibly. I I, I honestly just haven't been following it. Um, uh, Did the... Did her therapist um, uh, confirm what she said? or So uh, some of the notes that they are using come from the therapist. Okay. Uh, and that's where some of the confusion sets in because the therapist wrote down that there were four boys when she was saying there were only two. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And then okay. she said, no, there were four boys at the party. And in my head, I'm thinking, that's a crappy part. Like, I mean, for, that, for those four boys, it's a great party. But, I mean, for... The, the the numbers don't seem right. It's a ne- five ne- people party, right? <laughs> I, I've never been to a party where there's only been four, where there's only been four boys, because that would have been the greatest party. In the oh, world. and there were a bunch of girls and only four boys. That's that's kind of what it sounds like. Wow, that's quite a party. I know that's um, that's the party I've dreamed of. Um. <laughs> so okay, so 
I know so I I mostly have just been hearing this I guess third hand or second hand or whatever. There was a a her that uh, I kept hearing people say, well her only eyewitness or her witness friend or whatever says it's not her friend or her witness or something like that says it isn't true is that the thing about the counselor that it one says four and the other says two no okay so uh the only witness to the entire event besides her and brett kavanaugh is mike oh is mike judge oh okay is king of the hill and it's not actually king of the hill mike judge don't (laughs) you want to talk about getting sued yeah don't 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 don't, uh, um he he is the only other witness to it, and he is saying that he's saying, that, saying, it's not he, he's okay. saying that it okay. never happened. And ah. uh, so some Republicans uh, went and found like thirty five women that Brett Kavanaugh has known since high school, which I find that to be amazing on its own. Really, um, a lot of women. Yeah, I don't know thirty five women from high school. But you know, if you're going to these parties where it's you and five <laughs> guys and all these chicks, you could you could rack up knowing seventy five women. That, um, that's pretty quickly. True. Yeah, that's true. I mean, even before you graduate, honestly. Yeah, but so they have like thirty five letters from women saying that he's like this stand up guy who's never done right. anything wrong. Right. And so, of course, you know, the left is saying we need to stop this uh, confirmation hearing, and the rights saying you guys are making up these allegations right, 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 to try right. to ruin him and uh, i don't i don't know <laughs> it's yeah it, it is somewhere man sorry i am apparently being really unprofessional today. i got updates coming up got notifications shooting off that's fine that's fine because um it's important that you be flustered during the show right. uh, <laughs> uh, for entertainment purposes m- mostly mine um, so here, here's my thing with with allegations like this. Um, I used to be of the opinion whenever I would hear these like old allegations, I'm like, why didn't they say anything before? It's obviously fake, right? Uh, you know, why blah, blah 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 blah. And then the Bill Cosby thing happened, and it turned out it was all true, or at least a considerable number of them were true to the point where the guy's uh, you know facing prison. I think either this month or next is when his sentencing is. So, and then talking to people who have actually been raped and didn't tell anyone and because there was shame. And meanwhile, she wasn't raped. She was, I guess, attempted rape or right. it's assaulted. Assa- Hara- assaulted. Yeah, sexual assault harassment. I'm not, I don't know what the lines are there, but she was, you know, whatever. She was attacked. Right. Um, or she alleged that she was attacked. Um, so I've, I've talked to people who actually were raped or were harassed and they they didn't tell anyone until long after and it wasn't actionable anymore because there was obviously no way to prove it or anything and that there was shame and that you feel fear and that you don't want to upset the apple card and you know all all that stuff so so it it could be true so you know i'm not going to say it's not true, right and i and i'm not going to say it's not true either but i mean he worked in the bush white house uh he worked in the bush white house he's been a uh federal judge for However, I don't even know how long. Right, for, right. For a while. Um, and in one of the articles I read, uh, her husband, um, which I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say her name, even though it's easily Googleable, uh, her husband stated that she at one time worried that he could one day be appointed to the Supreme Court. Um, and, oh, I, okay. and I feel as though if this was a concern of yours at some point, you would maybe tell someone. You would probably tell somebody else. And I'm not taking it away. I'm not saying that this. Yeah, didn't, it's, you know, it's 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 one of the, it's. You don't want to say like, oh. Well, I mean, I will say it, it, the. 
It's awful suspicious. It's it's fishy. Is what I want to say is it's, is you know I don't want to say this woman's making it up or that she's elaborating or whatever else. I just want to say that when the guy is, you know, twenty four forty eight hours away from being confirmed at that point, uh, more than likely, and every other stop has been pulled out to try to stop this, what is essentially an inevitable conclusion, right? And even people are going, watch, they're going to pull a sexual assault allegation out of their hat in the last minute. And then that's what happens. You can't help but think, goodness, um, Clarence I wonder Thomas. If maybe there's some politics to this involved. And, 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 you know, I say this as someone that I'm an anarcho-capitalist. I don't really care if this guy gets a point. <laughs> like, I really don't, you know, I, I, I'm not particularly concerned with the machinations of the state. I think a lot of it's theater to begin with. Um, especially, which is why as, I love it so much. especially this, uh, especially this confirmation hearing. This oh, the was, whole thing is pure. Oh theater. man, this thing was extremely just plain and simple theater. Cory Booker releasing public documents. I am Spartacus. Um, he is Spartacus, <laughs> and so you know it could be real, it could be fake. It does seem awful suspicious. What I like is the fact, of course, that if this were the other way around, and you know, um, uh, Elena Kagan or uh, what's her name, Sonia Sotomayor, who Obama had uh, when, they, you know, if during this point in their nominations process, um, someone came out and accused them of something similar from 30 years ago with no way to substantiate, no way for her to really defend against it, blah, 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 blah. You would have the right saying, yes, the left likes to rape boys or whatever. And you'd have the left say, but, you know, the, what you're hearing from both sides would immediately flip entirely for partisan reasons yep, exactly. um, for the most part. I mean, you, you have some reasonable people that would have the same opinion regardless. My opinion is the same regardless, which is that it could be true. There's no way to prove it or disprove it. There's zero um, way to prove it or disprove it. There's zero way to do that. It really comes down to, do you think it's true or not? And, um, and yeah, I mean, it, it's awful suspicious, the timing and it comes down to one of my friends, uh, uh, Devin, uh, generally, uh, he, he put out, he said, Is uh, he just like, generally Devin or is that really his name? I believe his last name is generally because he has a <laughs> he's brother. Just, he's Devin whose, whose generally. Last name is also generally. He's Devin generally. He's Devin. Devin. Generally. <laughs> generally. Um, he's also an anarchist like me. And he said, you know, I like the idea of every single appointee or politician being accused uh, at the most inopportune moment of sexual harassment <laughs> that they can't defend themselves against. Um, the theory being that all government would collapse if every person that tried to join the government <laughs> were, were accused of rape. Um, but I, that aside, I just, you know, it, it seems a little suspicious. But, it, but it we live in an election, like we live in a, in a constitutional republic, which means like people are elected dem democratically. So if everybody's getting rape accusations, somebody's still getting elected. <laughs> And everyone's getting raped. Right. <laughs> or accused, or of, accused of it. So we would just then literally, we would we would just have an entire legislature of people of rapists, who, <laughs> of rapists. And accused rapists. Right. And, it would, and, and, and eventually it would be like, hey, look, we've all been raped, okay? Because, right. I mean, you know, at that point. At that if, point, if, if, it would just, the, the numbers would just seem to say. It was like, well, is he going to get the rapist vote or the raped vote? Um, it would really come down to two Americas, the, the raped and the. This is a rabbit this is hole I our, didn't expect to go into. Um, this is going to be our first live stream on YouTube, and they're going to pull it immediately. They're going to 
<laughs> just say this is what you came here to say <laughs> um <laughs> but uh the two americas but um yeah so it seems suspicious to me it could very well be true i will be i'm interested to see if this really because it would set a precedent that like if i don't like a nominee to something i can say they raped me even if this is true so let's 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 say that this is true she was every single thing she said is 100 percent true and so therefore you know it is correct for him not to become a federal judge because meanwhile he's he's going to go on to do far more worse things as a federal judge than he could have ever done to her in that room but anyway it's a whole other subject (laughs) uh but uh all that aside (laughs) oh my um, god um all that aside please support us on patreon because this video is not being monetized (laughs) i hope you guys are enjoying this while it's up because uh Uh, yeah but we we don't have lawyers we're against rape by the way yeah we are 100 Um, percent. we are so i hate rape um all that aside if uh if 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 you know literally anytime someone gets appointed to something someone accuses them of rape and the precedent's been set that well i mean you know he's been accused of rape or she's been accused of rape we have to say you know so it's kind of sad in that way because that's going to spill over into the private sector where if someone is a successful ceo who's trying to do things and he gets accused of rape or she gets accused of rape you know it's so it's it's a it's a tough one oh my dog decided to come in hey axie how are you doing yeah, I it, love you. Anyway, so yeah, so rape's bad. It, um, it is a tough one, but I mean, this isn't the first time that you've seen something like this. Like 1991, Clarence Thomas, like right before he was getting confirmed, Anita Hill came out saying that uh, she, he sexually harassed her at work. Right. Uh, really weird. Same timing. Really like, yeah. weird stuff, too, if I remember correctly. Like I was young when that Yeah, was, he asked her questions about uh, porn or something, something like, like that. A, and so like about, Ted Kennedy... And Jesse Helms are like asking probing questions about, Ted, you know, Ted Kennedy was just doing that for his own bank. Oh, he loved it. He loved yeah, it. He, you know, so you've got these, you know, <laughs> Ted Kennedy's you know, like, oh yeah, this, I, I can get off to this later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna go got, drink. Yeah, exactly. A, you've got like I'm gonna uh, go drink six cases of beer and drive around. Exactly. Um, you've got some some paragons of sobriety uh, asking probing <laughs> questions about you know hardcore porn. <laughs> A uh, very '90s moment, if there ever were one. Um, but yeah, so uh, so yeah, so that was what happened with that. And then he ended up getting confirmed because she couldn't prove it, and right. it really came down to, do we believe her? No, nah, I choose not to believe her because I like her. Like his, I like Clarence Thomas's politics is ultimately what you know that that decision wasn't. I would be shocked if that isn't what happens now. If it if it isn't what happens now, then that will speak to a lot of change that's happened due to social shaming through social media. Um, You know, in the age of just CNN, maybe you could get away with it, but in the age of like, you know, me too, hashtag Hashtag me me too, too. maybe you can't anymore, but that'll be an interesting, it'll be interesting to watch. Well, what happens now? Um, One of my Facebook friends said, um, you know, be careful because you may be celebrating this, but this now means that if you're a successful male, uh, and someone wants to derail you, they can just accuse you of rape from 30 years ago. And what are you going to do about it? Right. Um, you can say, I, I didn't do it. But if 
enough people don't like you, they can just choose not to believe you. Right. But I guess that was always true. So we'll see what happens. And I'll be interested to see what that's happens. That's also why I've, uh, I've striven, strove, strove, strove. <laughs> why I've worked my entire life to be mediocre. <laughs> that's why I've never wanted to be t- too successful. I don't want, you know, false rape <laughs> accusations to come out against me. Just, uh, just under the radar. Just under the radar. Um, but I mean, so the the hashtag Me Too thing. So you, uh, Asia Argento, Asia Argento. I don't know how to say her name. Yeah, Asia Argento. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think it's actually pronounced Asia uh, Argento. But yeah, she mm-hmm. she ended up becoming a victim of her own movement because. And I'll defend her because the kid was sixteen, uh, seventeen. Which is that creepy that a thirty-something-year-old is messing around with a seventeen-year-old? Yeah, it's also totally legal in all but like one or two states it happened to be illegal in california but uh if she were here people would go oh, that's kind of creepy but totally legal so people are like oh she's a child molester like 17 year old male model actor who she seduced excuse me i you know so call so, it creepy call it hypocritical it ain't rape and it certainly isn't child molestation so the the only thing that i find weird about that one and is the fact that they had met and started a friendship when he was seven. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's the part that I found to be really weird. Yeah. That's the part where I'm like, man, you'd known him for ten years, and yeah. were you just like, well, I just can't wait any longer. I'm just, yeah. That that's the that's the weird part to me. It is a weird thing, and I know you woke up today saying, I want to make a video about age of consent. Uh, <laughs> nuances um but um it is no, weird... trust me after the weekend i had i really don't want to get into that let's just if bula is not going to get me sued let me uh <laughs> delve into the wonderful world of age of consent uh arguments no it, it's it's weird i and, and again i i would regardless of legality it, it's definitely creepy and then she was like don't tell anyone and she, but she was the one that took pictures it, it was yeah, weird don't tell anyone um, i'll give you three hundred and fifty thousand dollars not to tell anybody I, not to tell anyone this. yeah it, it's it's so it is weird it ain't rape it ain't child molestation get over yourselves but like you said she fell you know hoisted by her own petard she you know uh she fell victim to the whole it doesn't matter what the facts say if Someone says this and, you know, right. you got to go with it because me too. Because I said me too. You know, there, there's probably some good to that. I think there's more bad than good to that because, yes, it will mean that some people who were raped or sexually assaulted or harassed or whatever who have no proof will be believed. But it also opens the door to like, oh, this person's doing well. They raped me. Right. It's on them to prove they didn't. Well, no, that's not how it works. Um so it's 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 a tough one, and and uh, I'm glad that uh, I don't know all the details, but my understanding is that the Department of Education is rolling back some of the Title IX stuff. That you know, if you accuse some of someone of rape on campus, there's a hurdle of evidence that has to be. You can't. They're not just going to assume it's true, and it's being it's being you know labeled as you know it's going to make it easier to rape people. Well, that's like saying that, you know. That's like saying that our right to due process makes it easier to kill people. Right. I guess sort of maybe. Yeah. Do you know why Title IX is being rolled back? What's that? Do you know the case that's making Title IX get rolled back? I I don't. I don't. I don't know all the details. I just have looked at headlines. This shit's crazy. Um, 
So USC Trojans fan all day, go Trojans, right? The Trojans kicker from like two years ago, I think. Uh, he and his girlfriend, who is on, I don't remember. She 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 is also a student athlete. Okay. They were having very active sex in her dorm room, dorm room. Very active. Very active. My uh, favorite kind of sex is the, very active. Right, the very active kind. Um, <laughs> they 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 were not uh, Pentecostaling it. They 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 were going full on, you know, Fifty Shades. Um, nice. And somebody heard or saw their actions through a window or through, like, just heard it, thought she was being raped, reported it. He gets kicked off the team and kicked out of school. She testified saying, no, he wasn't raping me. That was what we do for fun. She was told it was a Title IX violation for her to even talk about it. They oh, for are, God's sake. They aren't allowed to talk to each other until it's been wrapped up. So he ended up getting kicked out of school, kicked off the football team, can't see his girlfriend. Neither one of them can talk about it. She can't even testify on his behalf because it's a Title IX violation. Yeah, so time for that to go. I, I You know... It's not often that I applaud government, but it's usually when they're rolling back something that they put in place, and this would, you know, that'll do, pig. Right. Um, <laughs> the the, and I've heard some other horror stories too, and and they were in response to the fact that there were girls that were raped and you know shamed into not telling anyone. But you don't replace that with all you have to do is allege that someone did something, and that's enough to ruin their their life, right? Because that creates a very powerful weapon of you raped me. I don't, you know, I don't like you. You, you raped me. Right. You can't do anything. You know, like, I mean, how long does it take for that to, to devolve into everyone just accusing, you know, whoever gets to accuse each other. It's like a, uh, hot potato in reverse. You know, the first person to, to accuse the other of rape has destroyed their life. Like, I mean, what, you know, that, that's, there's a reason for the, uh, the concept of due process and in, in or outside of government. And if even someone accuses you of something, you have a right to, and, and I do want, like, okay, I, what you're accused of. I get it that if you're in a school or, and you can even transfer this over to, you know, the private sector because schools aren't private sector. Exactly, I don't care. Exactly. So if I'm in an office with somebody and uh, I, if I'm in an office with somebody and I'm accusing somebody of rape, I don't want right. to see them at the office every day. I understand why schools kind of went a little stupid on it and were like, well, right, let's right, kick right, that right. kid out of school until this is all settled. But in an office, it wouldn't work that way. They would, you know, try to transfer people for, to, you know, as far away from each other as they can until they everything, something. right, right, right until right. everything was figured out, uh, you know, legally and through human resources. Uh, in the school, they're just like, oh, you accuse him of rape, he's out because yeah, you don't want to be around. Like, here, here's the thing, okay, we live in a status society. It is what it is. You know, we we can't do certain things that would actually be more just because it's called vigilante justice and it's against law. Okay, fair enough. Status society, things are governed by laws which are uh, uh, carried out by law enforcement. You're on a campus of a public school, essentially a public school, uh, or at least a publicly funded school. If you've been raped, call the police. Right? Like, I mean, I mean that's... if there's an accusation of rape, why doesn't it get handed over to law enforcement? Why is the school... Like, why are they even involved? Like, I, I, I to the extent that... and. So why are they the ones making the decision? Why would it not be the like anywhere else the police making that decision? Right. That's that's kind of what I, 
Like, if there is a police report being filed and an investigation right. going on, I can I can't see them kicking somebody out of school until it's innocent until proven guilty in this country. That's the way it is. Yeah, I mean, now and, if there's a situation like you know they come. You know, again, it's and this is where judges get involved, whether someone has bail or something like that. The same thing would apply if someone is violently raping someone or even unviolently and they're caught in the act and there's multiple witnesses and, you know, the police can then they can say, OK, look, there's a the, the burden of evidence for, uh, you know, preemptively stopping this is one thing. If it's an after the fact, you know, I have proof that this person raped me and there's, you know, something like that, they can decide. But I would think I would think that, again, in a statist society that there would need to be some kind of, you know, collaboration here between law enforcement and, and, and faculty at the, at the school to decide in the meantime, while this is playing out, whether to have the person, not just you go and no one can talk to each other. And that's just stupid. So I'm glad that's being uh, removed. I, I, I mean, I'm, if it was the case you know, of like that swimmer kid, I can't remember his name. Off the, oh, Bro- uh, Brock, Brock uh, Turner, whatever, Brock, Brock Turner. Yeah. Brock Turner. I think. Yeah. yeah. If it was a case of like Brock Turner. Yeah, exactly. Kick that kid out. Exactly. There's multiple witnesses. There was the the two foreign students, the two, I think, like Swedish or Norwegian students, exchange student, uh, two foreign uh, exchange students, the two foreign students that came across it on their bikes and stopped him. That that was actually what I was thinking. I just couldn't come up with his name when I was saying that. That's an example of get him out of there. There's more than enough evidence starting off to just remove him until he's had his due process. Right. You know, something where it's like, like the, what you described, a third party says someone was being raped. That would end immediately by the girlfriend saying, no, I wasn't. This is how we get down. That would have been the end of that. Right. That should that should have been it. Over. Done. The fact that no some, one would have been some... called. Or, or maybe the police would have been called. The police show up and they're like, oh, wow, you guys are really going at it. <laughs> right, have a right. good day. Yeah. And, you oh, know, this is it. what you're like, into. Cool. All right. Well, no law against it. Right. Exactly. There's no law against active sex yet. And... Uh, <laughs> And so that's that would be just, it. So yeah, I, I uh, just in the church. Uh, yeah, exactly. So um, uh, so yeah, so we'll see. But um, I I am I'm interested to see how this Kavanaugh thing plays out. The I hope that it and and I hate to say something like this. I hope that this doesn't, and not because of him. I hope that this doesn't affect. Kavanaugh negatively and here's why um because there's no I mean unless some kind of evidence or proof comes out or something obviously that changes everything if there's multiple witnesses if if assuming that it stays like this where that there's no no substantiation whatsoever and there's no way to prove it and whatever else I hope it doesn't affect him negatively because if it does then that spills out well outside of government and and it becomes this thing where in greater society that if someone's doing well, they can be immediately derailed by a completely unsubstantiated and, and not even attempt attempted to substantiate accusation of, of rape or sexual assault or whatever. And uh, so if for that reason, I hope it doesn't play out. Uh, and if it does play out that it that he gets negatively affected, then I hope that he had actually done it. And that it's a real thing and that he's getting his, his just desserts at the very least. So. Right. And and if he did do it, if he did do it, uh, yeah, he, de- he deserves that 100%. Yeah. He yeah, 100% absolutely. deserves it. Yeah. But like we, you know, like we said, I don't know, 20 minutes ago, there's no way to prove it either way. She's yeah. never said anything to anybody about it except for 2012 in a therapy session. Right. Right. Um, right. But she's never said anything to anybody else until what is it, uh, six years later 
after the 2012 event, she says something to dinner, uh, to Diane Feinstein, who then today, Diane Feinstein says, I can't actually tell you if it's all honest. <laughs> but we need to stop it. Right. <laughs> it's just like, well, why are you throwing that monkey wrench into your own plan? <laughs> you it, just it really, basically you know, said you think she thing. may be lying. Yeah, exactly. And here's the thing. So if you've been, you know, whoever's watching this, if you've, if this has happened to you, say it immediately, like now, like say, you know, if this has happened to you, I haven't told anyone, tell people because not in the comments below, call the police. Don't call, don't not in the comments. We could use the comments, but I I mean, uh, we're, we're, (laughs) I I won't tell someone not to comment. I mean, you know, the the best place, this is not the best forum. (laughs) This is not the best forum for that. If this is the forum you choose, then Godspeed. But, (laughs) But the, but probably maybe call the police and then come back over and comment. Right. If that's if you feel so moved to do so. But the longer you wait, the less people are going to take you seriously. And if you don't feel comfortable saying it, then understand that if the person that you accuse ends up, you know, becoming in some powerful position, you know, okay, great. Now you're going to tell people a lot of people aren't going to take it seriously. So like, you know, if it happens, then tell people. And it's not like, you know, this isn't victim blaming. It's not your fault or whatever. But the sooner people know, the better. The sooner the sooner people know, the more likely something can actually happen to that person uh, uh, on your, be- you know, for what they did to you. So that's what I would say to that. Right. That that, that would be the most important thing. Like, that would be the most important thing. Like that that something bad happened to that, you know, some, and, the, and, the, the, the correct just thing happens to that person for what they did to you. Right. And I, and I do understand that you might feel fear, afraid you'll be ostracized yeah, yeah, course, or, you know, not believed or, you know, that there might be negative uh, uh, blowback uh, from the person that you're accusing. But... And I hate to put it this way, like I really hate to put it this way, but for the greater good of everybody else, you kind of have to do it. Like, uh, yeah, especially in this kind of situation, right? So, um, so yeah, um, now that we've <laughs> now that we've really gone as far as we possibly can, uh, and still didn't get kicked off of YouTube, so. As far as we know, we may have been ghosted. Uh, we ghosted. may have been, yeah, we may have been ghosted. Ghosted I mean, or something. We're, yeah, we're still on there. Though. Uh, <laughs> so um, let's talk. We we didn't get a chance to talk about Nike last week. Oh man, Nike! So Nike stocks hit an all time high. <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm not, you know, I'm not a huge Colin Kaepernick fan. First of all, I don't really follow football, so I don't know if he was good. He, bad, he's, My he, understanding okay. is that he was, he was not much, good. <laughs> he was what? He was not good. Okay, yeah, my understanding was he was never like one of the best, and then he was starting to kind of fall off towards the end there. Um, so it was sort of well timed that he would, you know, whatever. I support anyone who is, you know, making a, a statement against what they perceive to be unjust or, you know, in, un, injustice. Um, I take him less seriously after, you know, wearing, a, you know, a Che Guevara shirt uh, or something like that, because it's like, OK, you want to talk about, you know, state brutality. Uh, this guy went around the world murdering people for, yeah. you know, wanting to own stuff. So uh, Mur- and murdering was, people know, who were uh, black. Uh, well, yeah, a massive racist, massive, yeah. uh, I mean, by our standards now, homophobe back then, that was sort of the standard, but right. he hated gays. He hated, he hated gays. He hated blacks. Black he, he hated capitalists. 
which he hated Colin a Ka- lot of people and was willing to murder lots of people. So if you're against police brutality, you really need to be against Shay too. Cause right. Shay, Shay was only a revolutionary until he was in charge. And then he was the most brutal person you could find to, to, you know, he was just as hard of, a, he, of an enforcer as, uh, as our revolutionaries were after they got power, but that's he, all other stuff. Um, Shay uh, was kind uh, of but, the poster so, boy for police brutality. What's that? Shay was kind of the poster boy for police brutality. Shay was a very brutal policeman once he was <laughs> once he was no longer the, the the revolutionary and he was the enforcer. He was a very brutal policeman. Yeah, he, he would he would definitely not just tase you. No. And uh, a, a, a taser on uh, 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 on Shay's uh, belt would remain unused. Yeah. Um. So so probably you know, still, in huge... the, still in Go the ahead. package. It would probably still be in the package, like just completely unopened. He wouldn't even know what it was. He'd pull it out, fire it, see that it didn't murder the person in front of him, and then you know that would be the end of right. that. So yeah, no. If if someone told him off the bat, this is non lethal. You're right; it would remain in the packaging. It, it would be um, like a transformer from the '80s from smart kids who'd never opened them. Right, exactly. So yeah, from very smart kids. Um, so you know, so off the bat, I'm like, you know, Colin Kaepernick, whatever. But I I support his right to do what he does, what he did, and I'm not, you know, all this. Stand for the flag. Like, it's a flag, and it's a song, and it's, you know, get over yourselves. But so right off the bat, I'm a fan of triggering people. Um, I'm <laughs> an even bigger fan of targeted demo marketing. And so when I saw what Nike did, I'm like, you shrewd bastards. Um, and uh, because Nike obviously cares about justice. Um, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, I, I, as soon as I saw this, I'm like, I just cheered because I not, you know, and I, and I saw it coming and everyone's like, Nike care. I'm Nike didn't give a crap about you. And it never did. No. Um, Nike watches you, you know, watches people kill each other for their shoes and laughs all the way to the bank. Um, give me them. And I'm fine with that too. That's, you know, that is a pure, uh, supply and demand. Um, <laughs> so as soon as they did this, I'm like, the level of demo marketing and 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 targeted demo profiling that they did before even thinking of doing this was so intense that I knew it could only work. And I figured out right off the bat. And my my friend uh, Jeremy Knopf, who uh, who's a uh, he has a, a web design company, is a, he's a very big in the search engine optimization and digital marketing world. And he wrote an article about this. Um, he said whether you agree with what Nike did or not from a you know, a uh, 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 political or, or moral standpoint, you have to know that this will work for them. And he laid out why he said they have, they looked at their demo markets, their, their, their target demographics and saw that Kaepernick and specifically what Kaepernick was doing was very popular with them. They saw that. Yep. They also saw that the people who were going to be the most actively against it, were not their market in the least and that they would get a massive amount of earned media that they wouldn't have to pay for as a result of it. And that their haters, the people that would be out there, you know, cutting the swooshes off of their socks and setting their, you know, their, uh, you know, uh, setting, you know, setting their Nikes on fire, setting their air Jordans and their, and their stuff on fire, possibly going out and buying stuff. I mean, you want to talk about virtue signaling, Going to Foot Locker to uh, is Foot Locker even a thing anymore? I, yes, I don't know. I 
I'm going gonna... on Amazon yes, and let's... buying some Air Jordans and setting them on fire to show those bastards at Nike. Like, th- there was no downside here for Nike, and I knew it. And I knew there would be a drop because people would, you know, there'd be the, the panic sellers uh, who would go, oh, no, there's a boycott. And anytime there's a boycott, there's a... So, and that the, that the right, that people in the conservative camp would you know, immediately throw out there that, you know, oh, Nike stock is down. They're going to fall apart. This, you know, multi-billion dollar company that most of their sales aren't even in the U.S. Right. Um, <laughs> and I, you know, I wear New Balances. Um, I, I yeah, knew I what I'm was going to happen. I don't even know what it's, kind of shoes. Are, what's that? I don't even, I think I'm wearing Asics. I'm not even 100% sure what they are. I wear Pumas that I get on sale in Canada. I, like, like, I wear know, Chucks mainly. Like, what's that? I wear con- like Converse Chucks. Well, that's owned by Nike. Oh, then I wear a shit ton of Nike. Uh, so there you go. So see, you didn't even know it. You're a Nike uh, I'm an, uh, person. I'm I'm all in for Nike if they if they own all in. Uh <laughs> So I was just a huge fan of it, and I loved watching people who suddenly were uh, against um, sweatshops. Um, they suddenly were outraged at you know. They were they. Were, that that's my favorite part about this entire thing is. All of these people who are so against sweatshops and Nike's awful because the tiny little children hands that make my chucks, apparently, which I just learned. Um, and every other shoe out there. And every other shoe out there. Um, the tiny little children hands shouldn't be doing all this work for 22 cents a day or whatever it is they pay. And they get all they mad about it. starving to death instead. And then they use Colin Kaepernick in an ad and they, well, those kids can make some more shoes. I'm going to buy three pair. Oh, that was you're talking about the other side, yeah. the people who were outraged at this selectively and and now are, you know, well, yeah, they do that. But they also support Colin Kaepernick and Black Lives Matter. Right. So they're like, OK, well, I'm going to buy Nike because I support Colin Kaepernick and, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter. And right. I also hate all the people who are being dumb, which literally they're being dumb enough to cut the Nike swooshes out of their socks. You've already paid for them. Don't ruin your socks. What are you doing? Right. Don't Just burn don't your Nikes. Don't buy any more. Uh, it's like the idiots that were burning or breaking their Keurigs. Like, that's oh, a- yeah, I love that. I loved it. It made I no was sense. waiting for the, the smashing of the Harleys when they decided to, to you know, to go, Trump's tariffs that they right. were going to move production to Europe. I'm like, I can't wait. It didn't happen. Um, but yeah, uh, I loved watching that. People were like, I'm going out to buy Nikes. And I'm like, you hate sweatshops. Why? You, you fight about human rights. You hate people not being paid $15 an hour to scrub toilets. Right. Forget sweatshops. You hate you know, moist, moist, uh, moist brow shops. Right. Um, so, you know, and, and, and now <laughs> moist you know, throw hundreds shops. of dollars into one of the purveyors of the sweatshop industry. Right. Um, and then on the other side, you have people that are normally like, you know, raw capitalists selectively, um, who once again, selected not being raw capitalists and, and are now deeply against the slave labor in, uh, that's happening in most of the world. Um, I just want to take a moment. (laughs) I I don't, I don't know if I speak for Matt on this, but um, I personally, I love sweatshops. Spike Cohen hearts sweatshops. And I'll tell you why, because I love them for the same reason that the people who work there love them because more often than not, the alternatives to them are prostitution um, and not prostitution like, you know, Tinder hookups for $100, like prostitution, like, you know, 
basically, you know, human smuggling prostitution um, and child prostitution, usually for, you know, Western, uh, uh, you know, sex tourist or whatever. Right. Uh, or uh, having uh, uh, and, and this again, having your kids do this because you all have to do it so you don't die. Um, picking through uh, garbage that's being brought over from first world countries, um, hopefully to find something that, you know, food that hasn't spoiled uh, or, or metal that you can sell, um, mining, uh, for lithium, uh, which almost everyone dies from within a few years. Um, uh, 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 if, if it's in certain parts of the world, being a child soldier for some, you know, marauding gang or whatever, these what are that, the Coney? alternatives that they have. What was that the Coney 2020 thing or? Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. Like that or like the the uh, child soldiers for the blood diamonds and stuff like that. Right. These are the they don't have the alternative isn't section 8 or or you know food stamps or the snap program or you know getting a nice job at Wendy's. Like the the alternative to sweatshops is dying or yeah, it it, it... Oh, oh, uh, su- uh, sub- uh, sustenance farming. So, which which sounds very noble, but what it actually is is tilling very poor land that usually isn't very fertile, and hoping you're able to get enough food from it to not die. And about half the time, that not happening, and you die. Right. So these are the the alternatives. The beginning, the end of struggling to not die, and often not winning because it's not a noble thing to struggle not to die because usually you do die and you're miserable the whole time um the alternative to that and the movement from that into industrialization into actually having money in your pocket into not worrying if you're going to starve to death ever um the first rung on that ladder is sweatshops and the first rung on that is that you can go somewhere, do what we would consider to be, you know, and, and is brutal labor. And there's a couple steps below working at Nike. You know, that's already you've moved up a couple pegs. Doing that work and actually getting money. It's pennies to us, but to them, it's actual money. Right. And they actually have and capital that, now and that's that what they people... can use to purchase it. Go, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you're I, I can do that. I can rant for 10 hours. I, I know. Um, and that's what, people, <laughs> that's what people here aren't getting. It's like, they're like, oh, these sweatshops, they get 23 cents a day and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, over there, 23 cents that's a day. good money to them. Right. 23 cents a day may be $200 a day for us. Like, I don't know what, I don't, okay, I don't know where any of the sweatshops. Right, right, right. Yeah, I know, I get it. But so uh, there was a woman who spoke at, mm, which conference was it? I'm going to say that it was for, yeah, Young Americans for Liberty, but I'm not 100% sure on this. Um, But she was, she was an African woman who Mm. came over and she grew up in like, Dirt poor Africa. And she comes right, up right, right, right. and goes to school and studies economics. And she uh, started railing. On, and she was speaking at this event. And she starts railing on companies like Tom's. Now, Tom's shoes. Okay. Uh, like every every basic white girl has them. Um, I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like the kind of chunky looking sh- Yeah, I know. Okay, I know. Um, so Tom's big thing is they're like, look, you buy a pair of shoes from us, which are these, you know, canvas, comfortable, like walking shoe uh right you buy a pair of shoes from us and we'll send a pair exactly like it to africa right they close down every shoe manufacturer in africa oh wow 
because they were just giving them shoes. So no longer people shoes, needed so to buy who, shoes. Oh, so all man. of these people lost their jobs. And they said that they keep finding that this is happening over and over and over again because Westerners are like, oh, we got to figure out a way to help these people. Give let's, them free stuff. Yeah, let's give exactly, them shoes. Yeah. Let's give them whatever. But then it's taking people out of jobs and then they become reliant and then they don't have any money for anything and else. And instead of having a job, they have shoes. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, how many pairs of Toms does one person need? Now, granted, there's a you lot of them. people in Africa, but... Uh, I, but even still, like you said, it's 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 offsetting the market by right. sending all these shoes somewhere and quality shoes, I would assume. Yeah. You've just put it well, compared to probably what they were putting out of business. You've just put a bunch of people out of business. They're now right. dirt poor, and you you know it's 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 you know uh, you've replaced. And with the best of intentions, I'm sure, and a little bit of virtue signaling in there. But um, the reality is that that didn't help anyone, and it, and it actually, it, or it did help some people, but it hurt a lot of people. And yeah, it, and it, and you, it helped me with a pair of shoes that I spent too much money on. Right. And it makes you, you can say to people, well, you know, by buying these shoes, right, another pair of uh, shoes exactly like this is going it? to a poor African child. And the, and the thing is, we are so, we live in such a level, thank you, whatever level of capitalism the government allows us to have, we live in such a level of post-scarcity that we can look at dirt poverty and be so far removed from it that we can only see it in the abstract. We can't even begin to process what the reality of that means. We can say, oh, yeah, well, you know, they're starving to death. But we don't get what that means. It means that, okay, great. You gave them some food. Now what? You gave them a pair of shoes. Now what? Right. You Like, unless you're willing to house food, you know, unless you're willing to create a welfare system for the entire world outside of the, the first world, then now what? And then once you do that, now what? Because now you have a bunch of people that are reliant, have no marketable skills, are creating a bunch of children uh, because they know someone's going to take care of them. You know, it, it, there's there's consequences to these actions. Right. And all of that to say, if you look at the industrial history of Europe and the Americas, it started with what we're seeing now in the sweatshops. It started with kids working in freaking coal mines because... Getting the black lung it, at 12. Yeah, getting black lung. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying don't, you know, there are preventable things like, okay, great. So you put a little screen on the kid's face so he doesn't get black lung. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying like expose, you know, don't, you know, that th th they should be exposed to things or whatever. Right. But what I'm saying is. Grab a shirt, dip it in water, put it over the mouth. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, get, give the kid a wet shirt, but you know, put a, put a canary in that old coal mine there. Right. Um, but, but uh, what I am saying is that looking at it from our Western, unless we're willing to take these kids in and take care of them ourselves and raise them to live our Western lifestyle, since we're not, and since they outnumber us, you know, since there's like a billion by, of them. Yeah. By, by a large margin. Exactly. Since that's not feasible, let the market do what it does. Let industrialization within a couple of generations work these people into something. China has a middle class now and, and their society is changing as a result because Look at Japan. Japan is only like three generations removed from utter dirt poverty after being nuked. After yeah, after having two nuclear bombs dropped on them by us, uh, by us, by us, uh, and, yeah, by this horrible us. And um, uh, and now look at where they are. Entirely because of what started as sweatshops, they now have stronger unions than the U.S. does. Right? They have insane protections uh, to the point where they're having to start scaling them back because their labor is unaffordable. Three 
four generations. Let the market do what it does. Stop, stop emoting on something because you see some poor kid that's, you know, look at, ask those people what they think. Ask them why they've lined up around the block every time one of these places open. Ask these kids why they're, you know, why, why, why they're doing it and why they're happy that they're actually bringing money home to their family so that they can live they can continue living. So yeah, you know, so so that way they can contribute to the family, help out. So that way they can eat at night and they aren't relying on anybody else to do it, not knowing and, if it's going to come. At and so least that you know you're going to get these, the money. Kids, go ahead. At least they're going to know you're going to get the money at the end of a day in the sweatshop, even if it is only the quarter. And so that their kids can get some kind of education so that they don't have to do that. Right. Like we, we're so far removed from what our even great grandparents did much less four or five generations back we're so far removed from that uh it's it's it, it's insane to me and I, again i could go on for hours about this but i love sweatshops i'm a big fan of them uh i wish they'd bring them back here uh child labor laws are ruining this country and so are you more of a fan of sweatshops or price gouging oh man price gouging funny you should mention that matt out of nowhere um <laughs> It's almost as though I had notes. Big, big, almost like like you like we had talked about that previously. Yeah, it's weird. This was a hurricane week, and um, funny thing, Matt, I saw a hurricane was coming towards me, and I went to the store and bought some water. That you know At that sounds like price. That sounds like a very uh, smart and fiscally conservative thing to do. How odd that I would not wait for a storm to have passed over me to buy something that I absolutely need or will die. Right. So I want to talk about price gouging since you brought it up. Since I brought it up. Since you brought it up. Since completely unprovoked, I brought up price gouging. Okay. So, and I actually had this discussion with someone who said, you know, the people who do this should be locked up or whatever. And I said, okay, um, why didn't they buy? So, okay. So let's, let's all say that we agree that it's wrong for someone to sell a, let's say 12 pack of water, bottled water for $15 or $20, $10, whatever, whatever, when it normally is only two or three bucks. Let's, let's say that we all agree that that's morally incorrect. Why didn't they buy it from the store that was still selling it for that price or for, you know, only a little bit more. And they said, well, they were the only store in town. I was like, oh, okay. So the other stores are closed. And, uh, and if you try to go into them, uh, if you can even get to them, the police will come and arrest you. So that's not available unless you want to risk looting, which, Hey, you know what? In that kind of a situation, I don't, you know, people all are, they're looting. You know what? If, if it's truly a disaster and you're looting to not die, you know, you can deal with the, 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 the property rights issues and, later. You're, right. And you know, like, when it comes, when it comes to that, uh, looting is one thing. If you're going to get, you know, bread, milk, water, toilet paper, right. Yeah. I get it. Looting right. for survival is not TVs. Right. Exactly. It's not TVs. And here's the other thing. If it truly is like one of those, well, there needs to be replica. Okay, then, then you can pay the person after the fact or whatever. Like, I'm not going to give someone a hard time in a natural disaster for getting water, whatever. Right. So, but let's say, okay, you don't want to loot uh, or, or it's not available or whatever. So your only option is this water. Why are you not demonizing those stores that closed? They weren't even going to sell it to you. And they said, well, I'd rather they just close than to not than to sell it at an inflated price. And I said, okay, so you would rather not have the option to have it. So you'd rather people starve, rather people die 
of not having of dehydration than for them to pay more than what is the pre-hurricane market value for something. And they blocked me, oddly enough. Um, That's so strange. How weird that they wouldn't want to, you know, uh, continue this uh, argument with me um, uh, on Facebook. Um, <laughs> and so that, but, uh, you know, it, it, this is where, oh man, how long, how far back do I want to go? So I, I have a theory about why we're like this. Um, we have been raised on Disney movies uh, instead of moral fables. So our, my parents, my parents were were boomers, but m- most people my age, their parents were Gen Xers. So they, I would say, their grandparents, uh, their great grandparents, they were raised on moral fables like uh, Mother. What is Hen your definition and... of a Gen Xer? Hang on, we. I hate. I'm technically a millennial, and I hate that. I, so okay, I hate uh, giving away any clues to how old I am, but <laughs> but based on some some uh, models. I am a Gen Xer, and there ain't no way you can be my kid. Well, you're 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 like I think at the cusp of a Gen Xer. So like most people, I'm in the South where people have kids in their teens. So most right. people my age, their parents are like late forties, early fifties, which is like sort of the cusp of Gen Xers, the beginning cusp of Gen Xers. So like my older brother who is a solid Gen Xer could technically could, could, could be my uh, father, right. like, you know, age wise. And in the South, that would be common. So, but my parents are, are boomers. So my parents, my grandparents, obviously further back, the further back you, they were raised on like these fables about like, if you don't, um, and it was kind of brutalist, but again, that was a different society. We, they didn't live in post scarcity where you could gaze at your navel all day. And so they, they, they would teach them things like, you know, like the mother hen fable with, you know, well, uh, the mother hen's asking the other uh, animals, well, who will help me with this part of making the pie? And each one goes, not I, said the pig, not I, said the cow, not I, said the chicken, blah, blah, blah. And, and so all the way at the end, and then she has this pie or cake or whatever it was. And and then, uh, and then you know, each of them comes up and says, well, do I get my slice? And, and she's like, well, were you there when I wanted to do this? Were you there when this had to be done? Were you there? And so they got moral fables about how, you know, if you didn't work, you'd starve. And if you didn't, you know, like if the, you, the, you know, the, you get the, the grasshopper and the ants or whatever. grasshopper and the ant where if you, you know, the, the ants putting away for the, uh, for the winter or whatever. Right. And the, the grasshopper, the grasshopper is just playing around, which right, I don't yeah. know if that's, you know, naturally correct or whatever, but the grasshopper ends up dying and the ant presumably eats the grasshopper. See, that's but in the Disney fable, what's that? Like Disney made that into a cartoon. At the beginning, but see now Disney well, stuff is but, like, but still at the end of it they changed it. Because in the fable the grasshopper dies at the end because right he didn't store away for the winter. And, right, but right. in the Disney one, they they the ants see him and they take him in and they're like this should show be a, him their ways. Yeah, this should be a lesson for next year. And it's like well yeah he learned that you're going to take him in. He can just you know <laughs> uh, not do it and you take him in. Yeah right yeah. And, and so that was the beginning. Now they don't even bother with that anymore. Now it's purely just follow your heart. And I will do, there are like so many different episodes I want to have where I just rant like I'm in my 60s. Um, but but this is a you big one really for me because my gears. people are so far, what's that? You know what really grinds my gears and then Spike I am, just I, I goes. Could, I, would, I could do a, a live 24-hour grinds my gears almost every day. <laughs> but I, I, this is a big one to me because people don't think about it's not right that they're that they're charging that much. Why? Why? Well, because normally not that much. Well, it's normally not a freaking hurricane. Right. It's normally not these circumstances. It's normally not these circumstances. 
oh, by the way, how much did you pay for that single bottle of water at the at the you know gas station? I paid a buck fifty. Well, how much would twelve of those be? That's okay. I can't math. We talked about that earlier, but but you're right. Like, you're, yeah, it's. It would be more than what you're pissed off about this exactly. store selling yeah, during a it, freaking hurricane when there's no other store open. And 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 the alt and the the logical conclusion of what you're saying is that you'd rather everyone dehydrate to death, um, who didn't you know do what the ant did. You'd rather everyone die like the grasshopper. Either that, or it, you'd ra- either that, or you'd rather them actually start looting. Yeah, or, or yeah, or you'd rather them start looting and stealing from everyone. Right. It's like you know, they Which either, then you'd so, be getting so, it for free minus the possible criminal charges yeah criminal charges or getting shot by someone right. or someone counter looting you and taking it from you and beating you up or whatever you know everyone accuses me of wanting mad max and yet that seems to be what you want um uh so so and and the reason that they're coming to coming to these conclusions is because no one's actually they've never actually come to conclusions they just emote they live based on the disney you know do what feels right in this moment guy and uh if anyone tells you otherwise then follow your heart. And, um, and you know, so I can do a whole thing on that. But yes, price gouging um, is, a, is just another form of pricing. Or, I don't mean like price gouging. Price signaling is what stops scarcity and what signals to suppliers to bring more uh, product to them, to bring more supply to the demand. Uh, now, obviously, in a hurricane, that's going to be delayed because there's a freaking hurricane, which is why you shouldn't be there um and maybe if you want to be there get some water and fill up your tub um you know like but but in a, in you know all things being equal price signaling price going way up is in a, in, a, in a free market is what allows suppliers to realize that hey we need to bring more supply to this because there's a bunch of money to be made and that drives down uh the price and raises the supply and then when the price goes too low then people say Hey, you know what? I don't think I want to sell this anymore. And then that that allows price stability and 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 you know all the great things that come from you know price signaling. So price gouging is just an extreme example of price signaling. It is a great thing, and you should love it as much as I do. Uh, sweatshops are the first uh, rungs of the ladder out of starvation and into industrialization, and uh, it's what your ancestors did so that you can sit here like a jackass and, on your and, phone and, and bitch about the and bitch about the sweatshops that your ancestors used to work in yeah and and that the the device that you're using was almost entirely uh made from right so don't do that right yes my my the device that i currently hold in my hand right here uh, the device that's sitting in my lap and that i'm talking into and i mean all of it was created in a sweatshop almost 100 percent guaranteed by people making 20 100 guaranteed making 20 cents an hour or 20 cents a day and loving it and I, I shouldn't say loving it. I mean, they're they're in brutal conditions, right? And, and I mean, they... but, but but look at Foxconn. So Foxconn's conditions. Foxconn is who makes the stuff for uh, Apple, um, mostly like the iPhones and the iPads. Um, Foxconn's conditions have progressively gotten better over time because the workers are making money and actually have some. With capital comes political capital. They right. now can say, "Hey, look, you know, we don't like this," and and they have more voice in their local society government because. They actually have – they're not just people that are about to starve to death. They actually have some some clout as a group, and that allows for conditions to change. And and they now ha- can afford to say, hey, look, maybe I can find a job somewhere else. Like, I mean, good things come from this. Or they can all die because you don't like that they're – you know, that they that they don't have, you know, air conditioning and, and uh, you know, uh, cigarette breaks or whatever. 
And if if you're upset about them not having uh, air conditioning in this room right here, I don't have air conditioning. <laughs> Um, wow, we hit my, my camera hit such a delay just then. Um, but I don't have air conditioning here. So like right now I'm sweating so bad for free, for free, not even getting paid to take that America. Right. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, uh, man, good, good stuff. We only went slightly over that. That was not bad for us. Slightly over what? Uh, our normal estimated time of one hour that's not bad no we we we're we're, we're toning we're we're getting there we're baby steps down to an hour yeah we're we're getting there we're at an hour and 20 ish i think i'm good with that i'm good with that if i can stay under two hours then i feel like i really you know especially after my last interview with tamon pearson that went almost four hours (laughs) right (laughs) great interview by the way um the the, salt of the earth guy um but definitely gonna try to dial it back right i did the one with the bowen brothers and uh that one was two and a half hours i think and luckily on on that one i had the foresight to uh once we got to like an hour 10 i said okay we're gonna have to take a break guys because i gotta split this into two so we can continue the conversation but i gotta close this one we're gonna reopen See, I didn't even. My interview with with uh, Taman went so swimmingly. I knew we were well past whatever, but he actually was like, "I got to go pick up my wife," and I'm like, "Yeah, but you don't have to pick up your wife till 6. And she's like, "Yeah, it's six fifteen. I'm like, "Holy crap!" Like we started talking at two something. So, um, so good. So an hour and a half ish. Yeah, I feel good about that. Yeah, and no, I'm 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 happy with that. I'm. It's it it's the next rung. <laughs> It's the next rung in the in the step in the from step. talking too long right. to talking just enough to talking just to the right amount, the uh, right, right amount. Oh, uh, we. Oh man, I let that that go way too long. Hang on one second. I gotta reset something up because oh no, my computer fell asleep because um, I got so into talking about sweatshops and price gouging. Man, we we talked about. We talked about rape, price gouging, and sweatshops today. We, but if, if someone's just tuning in, <laughs> pro price gouging, pro sweatshops, pro sweatshops, anti anti rape, anti rape. So don't like. There is no uh, rape is not a, a a rung in the ladder. <laughs> no, it's not. I, not any good ladder, anyway. <laughs> right? Not. Yeah, I was gonna say it's probably a rung in a ladder. Ladders that but, it is a rung, right? In, but, but they're not, all bad ones. And not we are not any ones. ladder that anybody wants to be a part of. We do not want to be a part of those ladders, and we are <laughs> no. definitely against those. We we definitely do not support rape here. Yeah, we are not going to red pill you on rape today. No, we do not condone rape at the Waters at all. Freedom. We're definitely against that. Right. Price gouging, good though. Price gouging, great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sweatshops, awesome. Uh, <laughs> Brett Kavanaugh, going to be the Supreme Court justice anyway. I, I, I can't imagine he wouldn't be. Right. I can't imagine. Listen. I think that they will play the game for a couple of weeks and whatever, and, and then he'll end like, – like they did with Clarence Thomas, and then he'll right. end up – gonna, gonna, I think on. they're going to try to push it till the election, but I don't think it will make it that far. Right. Yeah, I, I, it's not going to happen. And he will go on to um, do some – he's going to throw us all in the room and – anyway. Right. <laughs> But it'll be legal, so that's good. Uh, he's gonna, he, he is gonna molest our Fourth Amendment rights. Um, gonna hold his hand over our uh, 
habeas corpus. Right. And uh, <laughs> over our personal privacies. Over our personal privacy rights. Right. And uh, <laughs> uh, good stuff. Good stuff. And it's it's always good to know at during the show when you know it's not going to be monetized. Um, <laughs> right. Just right off the bat. Just right off the bat. We're not making any money on this one. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, um, good. Do you have any, do you have anything else today? Do you have any? No, I'm against rape. I'm against rape. Right. I'm against hurricanes. Um, well, I'm know, in favor of uh, targeted demo marketing. So since speaking of targeted demo marketing, since we're mm-hmm. on YouTube, and yes. this is a platform we haven't really tried live. Right. Uh, I think that we need to uh, refresh the audience on the hashtag campaign. Uh, oh, Matandis. Yeah. Matandis, yes. The hashtag Matandis, um, which I believe everybody out, anybody on Facebook who pays attention to us probably knows what that is already. But the people I hope me- so. I hope to God they know what that is. <laughs> me too. So I, I, I really want to see that hashtag take off. Um, but uh, for the people on YouTube, uh, I want one date. Just one. Just one date. Maybe that date lasts the rest of our lives, but uh, just one date with Candace Owens. Um, just the one. Just just one day. Just one dinner. Uh, so we, we reached out to Candace and uh, we asked her which one was her favorite hashtag, and she did not respond, which I thought, I understand. She's busy. She's, She's busy. busy. She's busy. Kind of, kind of was hoping for a response, but, you know. Whatever. Uh, but, uh, so you know we, what? Maybe she wanted us to, to surprise her. That's true. She she seems like she's the type that likes to be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so one day, Candace Owens, uh, the hashtag is Matandis. Hashtag Matandis. Matt and Ace. Matandis. So, M-A-T-T-A-N-D-A-C-E. Yes. Because I kept spelling it Matandance. Yes. <laughs> So uh, if, if all of you people out there in the YouTube world and um, the people who listen to us regularly on uh, SoundCloud or uh, pod, your whatever podcast app you choose. Anywhere. Anywhere, anywhere that you see us. Right. Anywhere that you see us. Uh, just remember, hashtag Matandis. Matandis. Make it viral. Make it viral. Send it everywhere. Make it do its own. I would like to see that trending on Twitter. Um, <laughs> Instagram, all of that. Instagram, Twitter, all of it. Uh, the just, end goal is for Matan of uh, Candace to slide up in your the, slide up some some into some well really it's just slide somewhere right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so yeah, uh, but if you're wondering about our Twitter, so you can I know uh, I am so you can obviously tag us when you hashtag Matandis. It's uh, at muddied underscore waters. If you're doing hashtag Matandis and photoshops, please send in your photoshops of what me and uh, Candace <laughs> would look like on a date. Um, and please, no pictures of Charlie Kirk. Uh, no, no. Uh, I, I, are you okay with them photoshopping your face onto Charlie Kirk's body while he's next to Candace? Or you just you want him removed entirely? From no, I'm, I'm actually okay with that because then she'll be pre- pleasantly surprised when she meets me in person. Oh, by how much better. Right. She'll say, Oh, you're not frumpy at all. Right. Why do I, when, when did I like have started hating Charlie Kirk recently? And I don't I, know why that is. I, I have to, there's absolutely no reason. No, I have no I mean, reason to hate, reason hate Charlie Kirk. I like him. 
continue to bash this poor poor soul. Um, so just get out of our way, Charlie. Right, Charlie. Because it's only going to get worse. Um, so yeah, send in your photoshops to at uh, Muddied Waters of Freedom on Instagram, or you can send them straight to our Facebook. You can post them. I think we you can post them onto our Facebook. Yeah, yeah you can post on Facebook because I did it accidentally. Yes, when I did. When I was against the page. <laughs> yeah, uh, put, put them on our Facebook, which you can find at facebook.com slash Muddied Waters of Freedom, or I think we have a contact. I really should know a lot more about our business. Uh, I think we have a contact page on our website. We do. We do. It's uh, muddy. Well, let me check it right now. Muddywatersoffreedom slash dot com slash contact about. So, yep, muddywatersoffreedom dot com slash contact. Yes. So send us send us all of your opinions on hashtag Matandis and anything that we said today. Please. Please. And um, yeah. I guess um, remember. Oh, what, I'm supposed to do yeah. the thing. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm still, I'm still, you know, I'm, I cannot film Muhammad's shoes. Try as I can. I'm, we'll get there. Uh, Don't worry. So, it's only, uh, it's only episode two. What's that? It's only episode two, so it's not. It is only that's true. Well, it's seventy three, but two right. with yours truly. Right. Um. And so, thank you for joining us uh, on Muddy Waters of Freedom, and where we're going, we don't need. We don't need. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You say half, I say half. Okay, sorry. And where we're going, we don't need roads.
Back home, flip on TV. Short nap for a long day's work. Be up early tomorrow. Now we'll get this shit done for sure. I've got some. 